Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now, the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Has God laid something on your heart recently that He wants you to do? Maybe something a little bit out of your comfort zone, and you may not have all the gifts to bring it about. But I do believe if God really wants you to do it, He'll let you find those people that will help you or bring them in to your acquaintance. This is Bert Harper along with Nathan Harper, and it's our joy to be with you this weekend. Nathan, this is a very different kind of interview. Matter of fact, it is with Billy Davis, who works with the news department here at American Family Radio. And Billy had a, a vision of what God wanted him to do. So I got to interview him about the process and also the event itself, and that's what they're going to hear in just a few minutes. But sometimes God gives us a vision, and uh, it may be a little bit of out of our comfort zone, and it may be above the gifts that we've been gifted with. Yeah, I, I would say many times when God gives you a vision, sometimes it, it, it's a small part of the vision, and it's just enough. For you to act in faith and in obedience, and you step into that, and as you walk in obedience toward that, he he reveals more of what he has for you as you go. But then sometimes he gives you a bigger picture, a big vision that that honors God, that glorifies God, and right off the bat you realize this is bigger than me. I cannot do this on my own. How how am I supposed to accomplish what God is calling me to do? And it's, can even be a crisis of, of belief and cause that in your life. But I believe in either case, when God gives you a vision, we are to act in faith and obedience and use what God has given us. And it might not seem like it fits. God is the one who makes all the parts of the body fit together. And he gives each person what needs to be done. He determines that. I'm looking right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. In verse 11, it says, all these, talking about different gifts, all these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He, the Spirit, gives them to each one just as He determines. So if God's given you a vision to accomplish something in His kingdom for His glory, He will give you not only the gifts personally for you to accomplish what it is He wants you to, but He'll give you the people, the rest of the body, with their gifts and their differences and their abilities to work together for accomplishing this. And when this happens, not one person stands alone. Jesus continually did that. He called out 12. He sent them out two by two. Then he'd have 500 and send them out. So there's a there's an area of dependence always on the spirit, but also a dependence on one another. It is. It's uh it's working together, walking Together, when Jesus sent out witnesses, he always sent not just one, but two. And they needed one another. And the task was too big to accomplish by itself for just one of us, you know, to to try to do by ourselves. We need one another to accomplish the great commission that God has given for us to do. So in the interview today, you're going to hear Billy tell his story 
about how God gave him the vision and then how God brought people into his life to carry out that vision. And you're also going to hear about what God did with that. And sometimes it's unexpected. So if God's given you a vision, depend upon him, pray, seek him, and he'll bring it about. We can depend upon him. As we share this interview with you, we pray that God would use it to challenge you to carry out his vision for your life. Today, our guest on Exploring Missions is Billy Davis. Billy is an employee here at AFR, AFA. He's a news reporter. Technically, I'm, I'm associate editor of the website. <clears throat> Official would be associate editor, but you're right. My background since I was 15 years old, 15 years old is reporter. Okay. Well, we're glad you're here today. Glad to be here, Brother Bird. And how long have you been working here at AFA? May will be five years. Five years. That you've and, had to put up with me. Well, it's been a joy. And Thank you. Uh, the reason I wanted you on today is God has laid some things on your heart. You've shared some of those with me, and you and I share those thoughts. We pray about some of them. But recently, you had a vision of what God wanted you to do, and to see that vision come to fruit and to to be carried out was an extreme blessing for those of us who knew what God had done in your life and how God had laid this on your heart. So what I want to do today in this mission program is to let people know that when God lays something on your heart, That's right. it may be a project, it may be a trip, it could be a life calling, but whatever God lays on your heart, pursue it. And so, first of all, I'd like to say, share with the audience sure, sure. what what was that God laid on your heart. Well, it, well. How about I do it this way, Brother Bert? Let's tell what the event was, and then we work backwards That'll be there. fine. So you want to work backward? Okay. <clears throat> Some people work better that way, Billy. So go right ahead, man. Well, what we did was Good Friday evening was we had a community worship service in the little town where I live. That would be Pontotoc, Mississippi. And we brought together, I believe it was five Worship bands from five churches came together, and we had a Good Friday worship service. And that sounds so simple in concept. But it had not been done, and it was not being done in Pontiac. No, sir. It was the first time we'd ever done that, ever tried that. But it was, it 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 was the that that's what the event was. The event was a Good Friday worship service. But it's the vision behind it, I guess, is why I'm sitting here, Brother Bert. And the vision behind it was to bring together the body of Christ on Good Friday. All these churches that are, frankly, you know. Doing their own thing? Yeah, doing their own thing, competitive. You know, you get mad at this pastor and you go to this other church. We all know how this works. But we, but we brought these, these churches together, and frankly, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what was going to happen that night. I mean, we didn't know if anybody was going to show up. We didn't know if the pastors were going to support this. And let me tell you, God showed up and showed out. And that sounds like a bumper sticker slogan, but when you see but it. When, when those bumper sticker slogans really happen, they become more than a slogan. You become, yeah. you start believing the bumper yeah, stickers. Do. Yeah, Yes, sir. But and So that's the event. But, you know, this goes all the way back. And let me, let me tell the folks that are listening, Brother Bert, he was one of the first people here at AFA that I took this idea to. This is back during the summer of last year, believe it or not. 
and here we are in April. But I, 2018. I told you, yeah. This and, was, but God <clears throat> laid it on your heart in 2017. Yes, sir. The summer. And what it was, was, was back where I'm originally from in a little town um, near here called Batesville. We had a Good Friday worship service there on the square. And uh, it was it was a great worship service. I went to a little charismatic church and we had a great worship service. But Brother Bert, the, the, what has always stuck with me is when we did that worship service, this this Baptist church that participated, they loaded up their people after they sang a song, a couple of songs. And they left. They they took off. They did not stay for the rest for the rest of this of of this worship. So of this corporate multi church. And you worship noticed service. that everybody everybody noticed, noticed it. it everybody wasn't. noticed okay. them leaving, and that has always stuck with me and troubled me. And so I took this idea of a Good Friday worship service, but I also took the memory of those people not staying together as the body of Christ because we were the weird church, the charismatic church, what I call the Baptist church. I guess you'd call it non-denominational. you got to understand Little Batesville is a small town. Now, these non-denominational churches, they, you know, they're a dime a dozen in the suburbs, and, but this is a little town. So we stuck out and we were kind of strange. And frankly, they just they just didn't want to be associated with us. I mean, you know, they they showed up and they sang their songs, but they didn't stick around. Okay. And so, and so you had that as a what you wanted something accomplished, but you wanted something not to happen in this. Yes, yes. Okay, so you. it became a matter of prayer for you. Absolutely. It, it the, the the prayer was, Lord, please let these churches see the vision. These pastors see the vision for what we're trying to do. Right. What what our goal is, and it's not just we're going to come together on Good Friday and sing some songs and praise the Lord on Easter weekend. It was quit, quit being the church on your block. Yeah. Quit being the body on this side of the county. And when and my job on this, and we'll we'll I assume we'll get to this. My job was marketing, uh, for lack of a better word, was getting the word out, calling pastors, and saying, "Hey, this is what we're trying to do. This is when we're going to do it. Can you please be a leader in your church and bring people to the service?" And I cannot tell you, Brother Bert, how exciting it was when some of those pastors, some caught the vision for what we're trying to do. Well, Billy, it will always be some. With some that's in, some in that Old did Testament. not respond to my text. Amen. Some did though. And some and some said, I can't wait. Amen. And so as you started this process, you had to share the vision. Yes, sir. Tell me about sharing the vision. I know you called the pastors, but you had to get somebody up there to help you carry this out. Well sure. What what happened was, okay, like I said, this is the summertime and I think this goes back to Brother Bert about people understanding when you see God working. When you have a vision and you say, is God in this? Or is this just something I thought of? Or is this just maybe some indigestion today? And uh, I, I think maybe this is God. 
but I don't know for sure. It needs to be confirmed, It right? needs to be confirmed. And right. so what happened, fall was coming. And, of course, I'm looking to the spring toward Easter and backing up when we need to start planning this. And so it was fall, and there was a lady there in Pontotoc that I knew wanted to be, I wanted to be involved in this because she was an excellent leader. She had a humble heart. She was just good reputation in the community. She was the person that I wanted to lead the music for this, to arrange the music. Because one thing we haven't left out, Brother Bird, is how about you ask me what instrument I play? <laughs> you play the radio? Uh, I'd play. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's what I, I play. And I, when I play it, it has static. That's how I bad mine is, Billy. I don't sing. I don't play an instrument. Yeah. Which goes back to well, why in the world would you have a vision for worship service? Yeah, when worshipers. Worshippers are not always the musicians. Exactly. Amen. Are are the singers and and so, um. But I knew this lady that had to be the person, but I kept putting it off. I kept a week would go by and another week would go by, and we had our number three Davis Sailor Sailor Grace. Your your child. Yes, sir. And okay. uh, this was October, and lo and behold, the lady that I envisioned calls me to say, hey, I was just checking on you and Shannon and that new baby. Shannon's your wife. Yes. And I said, well, while I've got you on the phone, let me tell you a vision, an idea I have. And she said, Billy, that that is incredible. Okay. She said, let's do Amen. it. Amen. Moving along then, she is saying, yes, I want to share this vision with you. That's right. A vision that you keep to yourself will never come to a vision of others. That's right. So You've you got to share, to share it. it. So here you were, publicity, marketing, yes. Yes, as sir. you called it, her music. Yes, sir. And you started working together. Did you involve other people, or is it y'all stay? Well, that's just... where that's where God keeps working. So she's on board. She's excited. She's pumped. And I tell her, I'm like, you need now. Understand, I'm not the singer. I'm not the musician. I just have a vision for this worship service. And I said, I think you need a partner. You need somebody to help you. And I said, there's a lady at the church where we're going right now. She uh, she leads the worship service, and she's got long black hair. I said, do you know her? And this lady says, yeah, that's my niece. <laughs> and I said, well, there you go. And off we went, all three of us, and we started planning this. I had a list of songs in my head and some verses because we wanted Bible, to, ver- Bible, Bible verses. verses because we wanted to do a worship service, Brother Bert, that wasn't just singing and music. Uh, we had uh, a couple of uh, testimonies and we made sure we had some good, solid, resurrection oriented, resurrection themed Bible verses sprinkled throughout this service. So right. the word for the Lord could get out. It doesn't return to him void when void. the word of God is given. No. Amen. Can I tell you an example of Go how right I know ahead, that? Man. Go ahead. Okay. So the night of the worship service, folks, we had these we, we had these Bible verses. We were trying to find a place to insert them all because, like I said, we didn't want to just sing song after song. We wanted the word to get out, the 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 word to be spoken during this worship service. And we had like, say, five or six Bible verses. And so there was one we could not figure out where to include it. 
because we were had Bible verses, we had all these bands that were switching in and out, and as they were switching in and out, we would we would have people reading uh, from the Bible, read these Bible verses. We had this one verse from Revelation. We could not find a place to include it. Well, we're, we're and so we dropped it. We we're like, we just, we, I guess it's just, it's just not going to get used. So halfway through this worship service, Brother Bart, this lady, she's the substitute. This young lady who was saved from the jail ministry there in Pontotoc. I say Pontotoc. This lady, according to her testimony, was spending time at about three or four different jails at the time. She got saved, radically saved. So she's given her testimony. Now, she's the substitute for somebody else who was supposed to be there. But that person got sick. So this young lady, who's never given her testimony in front of a crowd, and here she is in front of 350, 400 people, nervous, I would say scared, very scared, but she's up there with no notes doing her testimony. And she says, I just want to start off with this one Bible verse. And it was that Bible verse from Revelation mm-hmm. about the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. So you're telling me the substitute really wasn't a substitute. She was a pinch hitter. She, and, 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 and she, she hit a grand slam. slam. That's the way God does. God knows what he's doing. We can trust him. How'd you come up with a location? I know a lot of times when you do a Good Friday community, you want to go to a community center, but sometimes they're not available. They're not available. Yes, and sir. You, a church comes available. Is that what you did? You were in a church there in Pontotoc? In Pontotoc, yes, sir. Well, we actually wanted to start out at a park. We wanted to do, there's a pretty park there in the middle of town next to a lake, and we thought that would be a great public uh, venue. And frankly, going back to the idea of bringing the body together, we said to ourselves, you know, a lot of churches won't go to another church for a Easter worship service. And I'm telling you, if there are skeptics and atheists listening to this, uh, I, I hate to give them any ammunition. But church folks, we know this. We know this is true. And so we, we, were, we wanted to do it at a park, a public park, because that's more neutral. Right. For lack of a better word, it's more neutral. Well, we got scared off a couple of reasons. Weather was one reason. The logistics of taking all the equipment was another reason. So if you notice, Brother Bert, I haven't, I haven't dropped any names so far. Right. But I've got to tell you that David Hamilton, the pastor there in Pontotoc at West, West Heights Baptist Church, I called him up and, uh, and I said, I, may have, I think I may have emailed him. I said, this is, he already knew about the worship service. But I said, we really think we need to take it to a church. And before I, you know, I could explain myself well, before I could start thinking of excuses why you should do this, he said, we'll Bring do it. Bring it on. We'll do it. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. And so we held it there at West Heights Baptist Church. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, just to for somebody to trust the vision of some some folks that for a service that's never been done before, for a service that's bringing together the body. He caught the vision. He understood the vision for what we're trying to do. And, you know, I'm not going to drop a lot of names because there's a lot of people that were involved, right. a lot of people. But for him to take a chance on this first ever community service. And, we and named, it wasn't pastor-led. It was 
it what was we'd a, call it lay led. It was a lay service. Yeah. And we called it Praise Him Ponatok. Amen. We called it Praise Him Ponatok, a Good Friday worship service. Community. So worship this service. vision that you had in the summer of 2017. Yes, sir. And God let it go through your heart and your mind for some time. Yes, sir. And that then, would be the doubting phase, I believe. Okay, yeah, it goes to it. But you, a lot of times you're praying doing that. Absolutely. And many times God is working on other people while he's working on, on you. On you, that's right. And so when this happens and you call the lady, she gets a hold of another lady that you had in mind because that, they were— That's her niece, that's yes. That's their niece. And you call the pastor and he says, yes. I'm on board. So Let's you're on board. So you got it. Got the musicians ready. Yes, sir. And so the power of God was being demonstrated— not just in it being done, but in the preparation for it. You can see God's hand in that. Yes, and and see, and and I think, and as part of what your what your goal is here with your missions program, Brother Bert, what I want to what I want to tell people is, okay, you've already heard I can't play an instrument. You've already heard I can't sing. You've already heard from my voice, I can't talk too well. <laughs> Okay, with this. But you write, you write really well, Billy. Unfortunately, Uh, writing had virtually nothing to do with this, (laughs) which is the gift God gave me. Right. But at the end, Brother Bert, at the end of it all, who gets the credit? I mean, who gets the credit? The Lord gets the credit. Amen. Right. And that's what I want to stress to people. Number one, I want if if you catch a vision for this vision in your community, I mean. Go for it! I, wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't you love Brother Bert? Wouldn't you love uh, every town, every community, to for the churches to come together for a community, a true community worship service on Good Friday? I mean, that's just just the 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 thought of that is amazing to see the body come together in unity on the on the most blessed weekend the church has which is Easter weekend. Amen. It would be. And what I want you to take away from Billy is when God gives you a vision, a burden for a project, it may be one time or it may be one that will continue to be. You go with it. You you confirm it. You do share it with others. You confirmed it with me, and we started praying about it. And I said, Billy, go with it. And you did, and God has blessed it. And now the fruit of it um, as I've heard many say, praise the Lord. I talked to uh, David Hamilton, the pastor yes, after is over, and he was talking about what a joy it was, what it was a blessing for their congregation and all the other congregations. And so, Billy, what I want you to do for a moment is talk to that person out there that feels like God is calling them to do maybe a project, what would you say? Would you say do it, or would you say, oh, just it's probably, as you said earlier, indigestion, or do you think it may be of God? You know, I, I don't know what to tell that person about whether it's a vision. All I can, all I can tell them from my experience, Brother Bert, is, number one, uh, you, you, you personally texted me and said this, it's amazing what God can do when nobody cares who gets the credit. Now, that's another one of those bumper sticker slogans, but it's so true. And, you know, you could do a whole program on the theology of pride versus self-confidence, right? 
uh, the, 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 the pridefulness of man. Well, you know me, Brother Burton. You know personally how tortured I was about speaking, that I spoke, and I didn't want to do a three-point sermon, right? Was that self-doubt? Was that humility? I, I don't know. I don't know. And this is where you've got to be on your knees, humble, and say, God, this is the vision I have. And if, if it doesn't come true, if it doesn't happen, then I've just got to trust that your hand is in it. And if it succeeds, and if, if people are blessed, then I've got to give you the credit for, for what you've done. But I, I guess at the, at the end of it all, I just had to, to trust that as a believer filled with the Holy Spirit, that God entrusts us all with a mission to do. Now, my mission, to, to me, I mean, was this a small mission? I mean, nobody knows where Pontotoc, Mississippi is. No, nobody knows, you know, me, but God does. And we were able to bring together all those churches and fill that church and have an amazing, an amazing, awesome, spirit-filled worship service. And those people were excited and happy and joyful. And all of those people from all of those churches left there and took that joy and excitement to their own churches on Sunday morning. Amen. And nobody walked out? Nobody walked out. Amen. Nobody walked out. Billy, I want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you for carrying through, you know, a mission that God gave you. And what I want— Thank you for your prayers, Brother Bert, well, I, and your I counsel. You were a Folks, blessing to me. this is a me. good man right here, I'm telling you. Well, you don't He's need the to real do that. Deal. <laughs> well, I appreciate it's that. It's too late. But it's it's great to hear of someone who gets a burden of vision and they carry it out and then you see it happen. You see sometimes it in front of you. Sometimes people have a vision and a burden and they don't see it come to be. It may That's be right. in the next generation. David had the vision of building the temple, but he didn't get to. His son did. That's right. So if you've got a vision, you've got a burden. Pray about it, confirm it with others, and carry it through with prayer and passion and watch God work. And here's another thing. If, if you have doubt like I did, like you like, can I really do this? Can somebody who doesn't sing and somebody who doesn't play a guitar or the drums, it, it, this is crazy. But when God starts putting things together right in front of you, he takes your doubt and he says, he drops things in front of you, people, confirmation. Run with that. Run, run with that confirmation. Don't doubt it. Amen. Don't doubt it. Don't say, okay, well, now this is dry. What if we make it wet, the grass wet? Quit doubting what's right in front of you and say, thank you, Lord. I'm yours. I believe you. You're in it. Let's do it. I pray that God has laid something on your heart to do for the glory of God.